This episode of Brand Meat Creator Podcast is brought to you by Notch, the world's first Instagram insurance. Nowadays, even two-factor authentication isn't a true fail-safe. Notch covers the most critical components to keep your online business safe, not only providing additional security alerts and working to retrieve your account if you're hacked, but also protecting loss of income with an immediate payout each day you're hacked. You know we at Brand Meat Creator Podcast believe in treating your influence like a business, and this is the best way to protect that business. Head to the show notes to get a quote today. Welcome to Brand Meat Creator Podcast with me, Harley Jordan, and Sonia Elise. A place where we pull back the curtain and the trashy filters on the influencer marketing industry. So pull up a chair and grab a notebook. It's time to shed some light on the ever-changing Instaverse. Today on Brand Me Creator, we are chatting about Forbes' list of top creators. Not only do they have this massive list of creators with their income, net worth, everything that they did in 2021, but they're also giving them a little entrepreneurship score and breaking down some of the multifaceted, multi-hyphenate things that they are doing in their life. So let's jump into this discussion. Yeah, I thought that this was such an interesting list, um, especially, I mean, it's not, not surprising that the U.S. would have a list like this. We have our, you know, 30 under 30, 40 under 40, right. et cetera, that everyone vies to be part of. It's crazy. So this was the, it's 49. Interesting that they did round that out to a solid 50. I have a feeling there's drama behind there somewhere, but the 40, 49, <laughs> I know, 49 top creators of 2022. But I think it's really interesting that they call them the top creators of 2022, but we're using 2021 income numbers. One metrics. Yeah. Um, but they also, of course, give their following, which everyone, of course, on the list is in the millions, multi-millions. Um, right. And then, like big, big mills. <laughs> big mills, big mills. And um, then they give their engagement rate, which I really appreciated that they listed the engagement I rate. I do too. I, I thought this was I just spent so much time like mm -hmm. combing through every detail and like comparing the creators. I honestly wish I had like a compare function that was like, okay, I'm going to compare <laughs> Mr. Beast and uh, yeah. what is her name? Charlie D'Amelio. Mm -hmm. What does your engagement look like? I want a list of all of your businesses and your shows and what platforms you're on, everything. Yep. Yep, I think it's really interesting that almost all of them came with a combined Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube following. Those were the strongest yes. three. So if you are a creator or a brand, even considering like what platform should I be on, clearly this is the guideline. Instagram, TikTok, YouTube must-haves when it comes to these top creators. So that is where you should be. Um, I also love that they listed the average age. The average age is 31. Which is a little bit older than I think that people would have thought. That's older than I thought it would be, to be mm -hmm. honest. I thought it would be in the but, 20s. But, you know, here's what I'm so interested in with the age thing. You have mm. Cooking with Lena, who is 74 years old. 74 years old in 2022. And then you also have a six-year-old on this list. A six-year-old. It just goes to show you creating is for anyone. Truly for anyone. Literally for anyone. <laughs> Anyone could dive in and be great. And I also think it's really interesting that number one, 
And I think one big takeaway before we get into the actual people themselves, one big takeaway that you and I discussed before doing this episode was that a lot of the money that these people are making are not coming from one-on-one brand deals. From other things. Yes, correct. If they're a YouTuber person that is very big, they're making a majority of their money off of YouTube ad sales. Mm. And then if they are um, someone who's more of like a creative on TikTok or Instagram, we're seeing most of their money coming from brands that they've created. So they're doing more of a a product-based scenario or even some of them are investors they have restaurants they've used their wealth to like take it to another level yeah I would love to dive into that in Mm -hmm. and of itself because I think we've talked about this like multiple stream of income thing um and just just when that's necessary so let's let's kind of work through these creators and and make Mm -hmm. our way there Mr. Beast is number one Jimmy Donaldson mm-hmm. and his earnings for 2021 were 54 mil, 54 million dollars. He has 162 million followers. Like these are huge numbers and has an average engagement rate of 5.99%. Like that's a massive engagement high. rate for yep. that amount of followers. Massive, massive, massive. And he does like all of these stunts um, on his YouTube videos. But the other businesses that we have here are... He has a restaurant. Right. His restaurant, which was Mm -hmm. viral on on TikTok for a second, wasn't it? Um, Yeah. Mr. Beast Burger. Um, And then he also has a ghost kitchen, which I think is so interesting. Um, I think the idea of ghost kitchen is so interesting. So that opens things up to being able to have all types of kitchens running and all types of concepts delivering out of your kitchen. So he's really monetized something. And that's quite different from the fact that he's like a stunts person on YouTube. Right. Like that's a, a whole completely diversified venture. Right. You have Charlie D'Amelio, whose earnings in 2021 were 17.5 mil, big, big numbers. Total mm-hmm. followers, 203 million people. Mm-hmm. And yep. average engagement is 2.16%. So much lower percentage, but she has a Hulu show. She has, you know, this joint venture with Hollister. She has a ton of stuff going on as, yeah. I mean, as a family there. And her sister Dixie is on this list too. Mm-hmm. And I think what is interesting though is number one, her earnings are significantly lower. So between number one and number two, that's a significant 54 drop. Right? Mil to 17 54 mil. to 17. The total followers though, her total followers are higher. It's higher. Uh-huh. Her engagement is lower. But um, one thing that, you know, Harley and I were talking about when we were analyzing this list is, of course, we were talking about gender. Is it like a male versus female thing, which we'll get into more into some of the other names that are on this list. But right. I also mentioned to you, Harley, that I think a lot of these people like a Charlie are brand new to the scene. Like, I yes. think in reality, she's really been popular for two years Right. So amassing the same type of wealth as someone, you know, like Jimmy, Mr. Beast, is going to be a lot harder when you're new to the game. But he's only 24. Sure. I think it's just more like the length of his career on the internet, if you will, is longer. Mm -hmm. Sure. No, totally. But so I, 
I mean, I definitely took that into account. I looked at I looked at this as one of the first things that I was like, ooh, hold up. Like, let me let me compare these for a second. And in mm-hmm. my brain, I was like validating it. I'm like, well, she's freaking 18 years old. Like, does that really make a difference to me? Because, you know, of course your business is less developed as an 18-year-old versus a 24-year-old. Like that is a lot of business experience, a lot of life experience that happens between those two ages. Like, let's be real. Yeah. And another thing that we discuss in terms of like earnings power and the difference between some of these people on these lists. So let's just get into number four is Elliot from Fuck Jerry. And yeah. then number five. And I think this is a big one for me too. Like, yeah. Number five is Emma Chamberlain. Right. Yeah. And so, I mean, the, the Fuck Jerry brand is number one meme based, not his face based. And he has so many, he has so many other businesses. Like I think of, he has mm-hmm. the What Do You Meme game and then yeah. he has his tequila company. So when I look at that, when I look at, when, when I look at that brand, I'm like, this is true entrepreneurship. This is building a business versus, I, I don't know if looking at, Charlie D'Amelio, I necessarily necessarily feel the same way, but maybe that's bias. Well, I think the one thing that we discussed as well is like the fit for a sponsorship. So someone like Mm -hmm. a Fuck Jerry, you're able to take a concept from a brand or a partner or some sort of deal and you can memeify things in a lot of different ways, right? It doesn't have to do with his face, with Elliot's face or his personality whatsoever. It's the creative, Mm -hmm. it's the tone of voice. There's just a way wider amount of options for them for promotion, Whereas if you're a Charlie or an Emma Chamberlain, people are partnering with you because of who you are as a human being. And you can't really mm-hmm. change that, right? They, they have a reach. Uh, you know, there's always a scope of people that you can attract. But at mm-hmm. the end of the day, Emma is Emma, Charlie is Charlie, and they're not able to change everything about themselves for one partnership. So if you're a partner you get that person or you don't and it's not the right fit for you. So that kind of can limit your partnership opportunities long run. Um, So these aren't necessarily when you look at the list, although they are all social media creators, I guess we'll say they're not apples to apples, right? Like Mm -hmm. Charlie and Emma might be closer to apples to apples, but to be on the same list as someone like fuck Jerry doesn't feel apples to apples because it's not like they're hiring Elliot as a person. It's much different. I mean, I know these numbers are very different, but Charlie is 17 mil and Emma's 12 mil, like also Uh just feel very comparable to me versus fuck Jerry coming in with 30 mil. Yeah, exactly. It it, it isn't an apples to apples list for sure. Like that is a very different range. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, these are also numbers. Yeah. So this is another thing that I actually had a lengthy conversation with my husband about last night because I was like, does it matter at that point? Does it matter if you're making 12 mil versus 30 mil? Because all of these are atrocious, wild numbers that don't even (laughs) exist in real life. (laughs) You know, like if you are in their position, 12 mil. Oh, no, never. Um, So I look at Emma Chamberlain and her 12 mil and I'm like, yeah, you know, I'd probably sit pretty in where I am. Like, I don't know if Mm -hmm. I would feel the need after I've reached that point in my business to like push it any further. And my husband came back and he was like, okay, but, but, and he's a financial advisor. So 
there's a little bit more knowledge of like money, mm-hmm. m- money here. Um, but his, his big point was like people that have money spend so much money and there's always it's another true. thing to spend on. Yeah. And I think it's, it's different because it's not necessarily, you know, and I don't, I don't believe I saw this in the article, but when they're saying the earnings are 10 million, I don't know if that's, you know, what they reported on taxes. If this is like, exactly. If this is how they get that number. And because you do, when you're this big, you have management, you have image consultants, you have talent agents, you maybe have somebody for TV, you maybe have somebody for Like that's not a take home number. You have so many employees that you're paying full time. Yeah. And you also have to think like, and in some of these people's profiles, they talk about having investments in other types of business, opening Mm -hmm. other types of business. That all takes money too. It's not money. We talked about that. Yeah. Influencers as investors. Yeah, it's not money that you're putting in your pocket. It's money that you're putting as an investment into the longevity Mm -hmm. of a career that can be very unstable. You know, now, and they do mention this in Charlie's profile that, you know, she started at doing the dances and that's how she got really big, et cetera. And now when you go to her account, it's like almost no dancing. Everything is almost sponsored. It's like her just being like cute. And it's such a different feel. So it could be, and I don't know for sure because I haven't watched the whole rise of her career so detailed, but it could be that her star burns out. And then if she mm-hmm. didn't do these investments, if she didn't take this money and set it aside and do other things, then she'd be like, yeah. you know, uh, shit out of luck, really. <laughs> so yeah. all of that would be for nothing. Right? It's essentially like a childhood star. I I think it comes down to, we hear this critique from the general population of influencers make too much money, blah, blah, blah. Uh But like, this is, this is the 1% and they're not making this money. They're building freaking businesses. Yeah. They're hustling. I mean, if they're smart, that's what I would say. Like the people who are on the first 20 list, I don't think any of them, yeah, I don't think any of them are on like a single track path. They're all doing other investments, other businesses, brands, all types of stuff. So I think that's going to be the key to long, long term success. A thousand percent. And honestly, I think some of the names that I recognize near the bottom of this list are much more impressive. You have, okay, you have your typical people, your Charlies and your, you know, fuck Jerry's um, and your, what's her name? Call call me daddy girl. Mm-hmm. Um but then you also have uh, Vivian from Your Rich BFF, and she's making far less. I think it said uh, 0.5 mil, but raking in 500K from your Instagram and being really strategic about it. I mean, her whole thing is, I'm your rich BFF, and I'm going to teach you all of these money things. Like, yeah. I look at her on this list, and I'm like, you're a smart cookie. You're This is how you do it. Yeah, I think... Looking at this list, if you are in the creator world and this really is your goal, I would definitely study some of these people, especially the people who are in the 41 through 50 range, the Mm -hmm. the bottom of the list. Because making 500K um, off of social media, like really is, that's a, you know, a, a solid salary, but it's not saying 12 mil. Like when you look at someone who's making 12 mil, like that's pretty hard to aspire to right off the bat. Like it may be in the right. back of your head, but if you're looking at making a roadmap for yourself, 
may not be the easiest roadmap to follow. Because um, right. some of that is luck and, and virality and right place, right time, like Charlie, right? Just like getting on TikTok early and playing. Right. She didn't know she was going to be famous off of that. And no one else did either, really, at the time. But probably people who are in these low, like not quite at a million yet, yeah. are people that you could track more of their career history and learn things from. So let's actually talk, let's talk about this entrepreneur score, entrepreneurship score mm-hmm. with Miss Number 47, Miss Elise Myers. We know her, we love her. She is has made 0.5 million with 7.5 million followers and eight percent engagement rate a whopping eight percent that's massive she originally went viral in uh 2021 for her whole video about buying 100 hard shell tacos which if you haven't seen you should go see um (laughs) she is instead partnering with people like audible air airy hyundai Mm -hmm. she's partnering with these other brands cheez-its yep well, I think it's also hard to know for sure because the – okay, so she went viral in October 2021, and then these mm-hmm. earnings are for 2021. So that's only like right. a few months of earnings that true, she's able to report true. on. And then this year we saw her do – I saw her do a lot more stuff, including television, a lot of television, which I think she'll get paid way more for. And yes. then also like a collab with like the Lance Bass thing, which was like yes. <laughs> and I think that she this year, I'm very excited to see because this is the first list that they've ever done this way. I'm excited to see what happens next year when they look right. back, like how many spots she'll jump um, and what her entrepreneurship score will look like. Um, because if she was able to make it onto this list, with just hitting virality in the essentially Q4 of 2021, mm-hmm. like that means that 2022 could be huge for her. Right. In moving and up. Don't get me wrong. I love her to pieces. I am a big Elise Myers fan, but yeah. I just think having her having, having these later numbers be on this list who are not your Charlie D'Amelio, 18 year old hot girls. Sure. This is a new wave. This is the new regime. And I want all of them to kill it. You yeah. know? I think, okay, let's, I want to close this out with like, who is your favorite person on the list? Honestly, I'm, I think I was most excited about uh-huh. seeing your rich BFF on here. Mm. Um, mm. Vivian too. She is number 50. So maybe we mm. were wrong about the forty nine. Um, earnings are actually, I said 0.5, but it's 0.2 from, mm-hmm. from Instagram. And this made me so excited because I don't think of her as like a, I don't, I guess I don't think of her as like that big yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She has I mean, she's not 2.4. Yeah. 2.2.4 mil. And she talks about financial literacy. She hops on and sh- says your favorite wall street girly. Um, and we're talking about credit cards and you know your 401k and mm-hmm. how to be more financially literate um directed mm-hmm. towards i'm sure yeah. females and i think that's i just think that's so cool i really like that it points out that you could bring because a lot of these people are a talent 
right? Yes. This is a skill. Like she's coming with yes. education. She's coming with knowledge. And yes, you have to deliver it in an entertaining way. So there is some talent involved there. But she isn't like a Charlie or, a, you know, a Ch- Emma or whatever that are really not going dancing. by off of. Yeah, she's not dancing. She's not telling jokes. She's not whatever. She's truly educating based off of something that she learned. Um, right. And she was able to get this top spot. So right. my favorite on this list, you might think this is weird. I can't wait. Is it the old is, gays? No, oh, no, I almost chose that. They're on this I list do, too. I know. I do love them. It's actually the next one. Number 45. What about Bunny? The amount oh, of Bunny. Dog. <laughs> it's the only dog on the list. But I think. Well, thank God it's the only dog on the list. <laughs> there's just one dog on <laughs> no. the list. That's not fair because that owner is probably (laughs) just so good at what they do. (laughs) Coming in at $1 million with 9.3 million followers, an average engagement rate of 5.85%, the only animal on the list. And if you have not watched What About Bunny, Bunny learns to talk by pushing those buttons Oh, yep. Uh-huh. And he has like a button pad and that is what the whole account is about. <laughs> it's about teaching your dog to talk through those little buttons and I, about how, how Bunny all... is like really empathetic, honestly. Uh, right. A Forbes first. A Forbes first an animal <laughs> on the list. Um, I, I, I just love the end of this list. I love the end of this list so much more than the start of this list. Yeah, I know. We said it. The, the big takeaway here, I think, is to look at 41 through 50 and see the moves that they're making. Because yes. those are going to be the most attainable moves for anyone I, looking to make it in the creator industry. I also just, I feel like all of these people were so caught off guard with their virility mm-hmm. that it's such a catch-up game. Because, I mean, yeah, Charlie has been around for forever. She jumped on at the right time, doing the right thing. She's a cute girl. Like, fuck, Jerry's been around for forever. Call Me Daddy is, like, a majorly popular podcast. And now you have all of these people down here that are trying to figure out what on earth works, how to monetize. Like, I just feel like these people all went through all of the struggles that we talk about all the time about- How on earth do I monetize this? I have a huge following all of a sudden. What do I what do I do with brands? Like what about Bunny is working with a sustainable pet food brand called Open Farm Pet. I don't know how big they are, but like anything in the sustainability market is really hard to get a budget out of. So I just feel like that's such an accomplishment to be making so much money, regardless of the 9.3 million followers. Like that is another takeaway is that the earnings do not relate to your follower account. Absolutely. I mean, I think that this list is super interesting and to, I mean, to even be on it is so crazy because you can think of how many creators are out there across these three platforms, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of creators are out there across when you take the aggregate of Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. And these are the top 50 that have been identified. So the biggest takeaway here is jump on this Forbes list, take a look at these people if you're not familiar, and definitely dive into that last 41 through 50 and see yes. what they are all about. Head to the show notes, grab this list, do some major stalking, Yep, and keep your eye, keep your mm-hmm. eye on 40 through 50 here. <laughs> yep. 
Thank you so much for joining us this episode. Per usual, Harley and I just love chatting with you guys. So please find us in the DMs on Instagram, email, TikTok, etc. Let us know your thoughts about this list. Who do you think should have been on it that wasn't? (laughs) Who do you love that is on it? Um, We'd love to hear more from you. So we will catch you next time. Bye.